Hi there! You're about to listen to a vintage episode of the Under the Microscope podcast. While the content is still as relevant and as interesting as when it was recorded, our webpage has changed. You can now find us at thesciencetalk.com slash real-scientist-nano. Welcome to Under the Microscope. This series is brought to you by the Real Scientists Nano team. Our goal is to provide a platform where scientists can communicate their work and interact with the public. With that in mind, every week we introduce you to a scientist working in the field of materials and nanoscience. Hi everyone, today we have with us Izzy Jaisinghe, who is a UK Research and Innovation Future Leader Fellow and Lecturer at the University of Leeds in the UK. Hi Izzy, how are you doing? Good, how are you? I'm wonderful and I'm excited to learn more about your research, diving deeper into your research. Um, let's start with understanding, so how did you end up in your current research field? Um, I studied biomedical sciences as right. an undergraduate right. and at the end of my, that was in Auckland in New Zealand, mm-hmm. at the end of my uh, studies I did what they call an honours program, so it's one year uh, spent embedded in a research group right. and the, the project that I was working on was to understand how signalling, you know, how cells within them carry out sig- signalling. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was specifically interested in signals that are made up of calcium. Right. Um, and it turned out that, you know, the the spatial scale in which these signals are produced and they play out uh, is in the nanometer or sort of tens or hundreds of nanometers. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the focuses of that group that I worked with was to refine microscopy Mm-hmm. Uh, to better visualize the signals and the and the proteins that move the calcium to mm-hmm. enable them mm-hmm. and uh, that was my introduction into microscopy and uh-huh. uh, and uh, over the last sort of decade and a half uh, what's happened is that we've um, moved from one type of microscopy to another Mm-hmm. in pursuit of better resolution, you know, better ability to sort of visualize these proteins. Mm-hmm. And that's sort of been my lead into super resolution microscopy, okay. which um, currently is able to visualize the single proteins that actually produce these signals. Right. It's been a really exciting time to be involved in the field. Right. Yeah, it's just getting better and better, right? Yeah. With every passing day. Yeah. Ah, that's wonderful. That's, that's so cool. Super resolution. Ah, wonderful. Wonderful. So um, where does your, your current research fall in this big picture of materials and nanoscience? Where, where do you come? So um, super resolution microscopy, you know, has is done in many different ways. Mm-hmm. But um, I guess the the focus that's really close to home for me is single molecule imaging. Uh-huh. So uh, imaging fluorescence coming from single uh, 
biological molecules, proteins. Mm-hmm. Um, and so really it's it's the single molecule imaging that I think I fit into. Okay, so do you also, um, while you're imaging, you mentioned you do fluorescence imaging, um, do you um, um, induce some sort of um, optical indicator, is that what it's called? Photoactivation. Photoactivated? Yeah. Um, yes, so it can be either photoactivated or chemically activated. Okay. Um, and one of the more recent um, kind of developments is to actually use DNA as the activator. So you attach the fluorescent molecule to DNA Mm -hmm. and under very specific um, temperatures in specific uh, ionic strengths, uh, you know, they can bind and unbind in a way that can mimic photo switching. Mm -hmm. So um, that photo activation is actually built into the the mechanism of how DNA hybridizes. Uh-huh. So there's now a, a variety of different ways of essentially photo activating or like uh, photo localizing the, the markers. Uh-huh. Okay, that's interesting. I hope you're elaborating further on this topic. I'm, I'm gonna talk about this in the in the um, on the curator week. Okay. okay, wonderful. So it sounds to me that you do a lot of interesting experiments. Um, so if you have to pick one from past or present or near past or uh, uh, a, a, an experiment or a research project that you're most proud of or most quirky one, could you pick yeah. one? I know it's difficult uh, and explain it to us in uh, simple words in the section we call In Other Words. So the, the, the experiment that I was probably the most excited and proud about is one that I did um just before I set up my own group, and um, and that was to apply this new uh, microscopy method called DNA paint, mm-hmm. uh, and it stands for DNA uh, point accumulation imaging nanotopography. Okay. Uh, and um, so the idea is that you use DNA as as markers and just in my final four months of my previous job uh, I I managed to make this work uh, Mm -hmm. and the experiment that I was applying this into was um, about imaging these uh, calcium handling proteins that exist in the heart Mm -hmm. Uh, and they're called ranodin receptors they're a it's a, it's a very giant protein, uh, about 30 by 30 nanometers in size. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's it's been heavily studied over the last few decades, and electron microscopy has kind of led the way. Uh-huh. But uh, in the process, I became the first person to optically resolve the Ranadin receptor in situ. Wow. That is so cool. Oh, how was that moment like when you first time resolved it optically? Um, I think, you know, I think when you have that kind of moments, uh, you always doubt yourself. Of course, yeah. You, you always wonder if this is an artifact or is this real. Right. But I do remember that moment that this is, I, I realized that this is a, a different view of the protein that we hadn't seen before. Right. Wow. 
So did you did you have to go out of the lab and breathe a bit? <laughs> I, I remember being really excited that I couldn't like sit still. I just needed to tell everyone that this is happening. Ah, that's so cool. This is, that's what science is for. Like that's one of the perks of doing research. Yeah, right? I hope. I, I mean, I just wish that it was more frequent. But I think you know, it's it's a very good feeling to have uh, an experiment in that you really wanted and you really invested into. You know, working okay. is yeah. a really uh, really good feeling. Yeah, it's an amazing feeling. Ah, wonderful. Yeah, definitely going to talk about that as well. On the, on the I hope so, yes. <laughs> okay, wonderful. So I hope your research experience has been wonderful so far and it will continue to do so in the future as well. However, if you had three wishes to improve the experience, what would you ask for? And I'm not promising anything here. Um, I think the... The wish list is that um, I'm, I'm, I hope that the the way funding is allocated to research um, will uh, change and will improve. I know that it has improved quite a lot in the last um, decade or so, mm-hmm. but I think uh, if we can maintain that trajectory to make sure that it's a fairer process mm-hmm. and that we can retain more people, more talented people. That's that's the top wish, I would say. Right. Um, the second is that I guess in in academia we are quite used to um, kind of ranking the the value of the research with various metrics. You know, we have H indices or um, impact uh, metrics. Mm-hmm. And that's all very well, but I think um, we have to, uh, I think we have still quite a long way to go to understanding that that is not applicable to every part of science mm-hmm. and that we just need to be kinder to each other when we start, you know, valuing or putting a, a value on someone's research. Right. Um, and I guess the final wish is that, you know, just an opportunity to broaden what scientific outputs mean. Mm-hmm. Uh, that will be a real wish so that, you know, it's not just about writing papers. Mm-hmm. It, you know, if people can, it's the scientific community in general can, you know, produce preprints and, you know, patents and a whole range of things and can buy into the fact that papers are not the only currency, then that will be a good thing too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all all three fair wishes, and I completely they resonate with me as well. I hope, I wish I could uh, just do it uh, right away, but I can't. However, I hope we are working towards uh, the better and more improved research experience, so to say. Thank you. Uh, and speaking of the future, what are you most looking forward to in the next three months? So um, the thing that happening in the immediate sort of very short term is that I'm going to start building a new research group in the University of Sheffield. Okay. Um, So I'm really looking forward to starting that hopefully in the spring. Aha, exciting times ahead. Wow, that's wonderful. Congratulations. And I wish a lot of luck and um, inspiration and good students and amazing equipment. Yes, it's a <laughs> new start. 
<laughs> that's amazing that's wonderful and before we let you go what i want to understand from you is that what are uh, today's nano or material scientists working towards uh, answering what are the big challenges faced by the field um i guess there are a number of areas of big challenges one is i kind of alluded to this the the lack of um equality and diversity and fairness in the way right. uh, funding is allocated right i think funding is sort of the lifeblood of research so right. if that process can get better then that's that's really important mm-hmm. um and so i guess one of the biggest challenges that come with it is how do you go from being a good laboratory based scientist to writing good grant proposals to mm-hmm. get funding uh, or, or approaching you know um industrial funders who will believe you and will will fund your research i yeah. think that's a really big um uh, challenge for most people and that has been for me mm-hmm. um and that that kind of goes in with the issue that you know retaining skill uh if you've trained someone who's really good at one specific thing and it's that work is not funded or if that work environment is not good for that person then retaining that skill becomes a real challenge true um i think more technically uh in my area of research um the the kind of the costly nature of the research equipment uh, i mean microscopy equipment's quite expensive mm-hmm. um and that that is a big limiter so mm-hmm. uh quite often techniques like super resolution microscopy tend to be limited to really well funded uh institutes um mm-hmm. and uh, not so much in the hands of people who are not very well funded right. so i think there's a real challenge to try and bring this uh, the cost of this equipment down and make it more accessible. Mm-hmm. Uh and so there's now a new wave of uh open source um uh versions of these microscopes you know mm-hmm. coming online and um uh, so I think if we can keep up with making technology accessible and cheaper um there's a lot of talent out there in the world not just in the developed world but um you know in places where funding is the main limitation right. if we can overcome that i think that's a really good thing for science mhm okay yeah that makes sense i think there is this also as you mentioned this new wave of like tabletop uh, microscopes yeah that is coming up as well tabletop electron microscopes this yeah. is the new thing i feel yes yeah, yeah. so miniaturizing um technology is uh, it's i think the next big frontier i mean it's been happening all along um i mean a really good example is you know dna sequencing of you know protein sequencing right which has gone from you know a bulky machine now to something that is the size of a thumb drive right um so i think the same can happen to imaging technologies mhm 
we keep our fingers crossed that we yes. come to that super soon yeah. in our lifetime at least uh, <laughs> that's wonderful okay thank you very much izzy for speaking with us i enjoyed okay. our talk i learned a lot and looking forward to your time on real scientist nano me too thank you so much Thank you for listening. To know more about us, please visit our website realscientistsnano.org and follow us on Twitter at realsci_nano.